0: Grace, mercy, and peace are yours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hear the word of the Lord from the Revelation of St. John, the 12th chapter. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives, even unto death. So says our Lord. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, war broke out in heaven. The archangel Michael and his angels fought against the dragon Lucifer, and the fallen fought back. And it sounds spectacular, especially in a world that looks so ordinary. There's no shortage of conflict down here, but it comes without awe. Might be why so many have come to think that religion is stories that you tell little kids so they learn how to behave while the adults handle the important things in the other room. But we never wanted it this way. The might of armored angels with fiery swords, the tramp of soldiers' marching feet, the electricity that you can feel in the air, it makes it easier to stand, to fight, to dare to call yourself a Christian soldier that would march to war while legions of angels back you up and cheer. But our vision plays itself out in the mundane. It looks like keyboard warriors pounding out bitter replies in the name of truth while battling secret vices and losing a lot more than they win. It looks like parents willing their children to receive God's gifts while trying not to sound so full of doubt themselves. It looks like an institution complaining that the world will not join us even while it circles the wagons against them and preaches so that we inside have come to believe that we might not have too many problems left if it wasn't for them out there, but, you know, still, come join us. It's Pledge Sunday. Conflict plays itself out in politic and debate in tragedy and sin, and it's hard to feel inspired. Doubt. Fear shame rule our days. So we go to see movies about heroes and we imagine if only for a second that our own battle cry would be enough to win the war. And then we go home to the ordinary and we wish we could do more than play pretend. So the ones who haven't given up altogether try to convince themselves that the spiritual battles are fought out of sight. But the truth is they never were. The first one was in a garden while all of creation looked on. And a serpent whispered to Eve about a tree that she both hated and coveted. And there, the snake earned his name. They would call him Satan. It means accuser. He used a weapon more powerful than sword and shield. He told the truth. Satan stood before the throne of God and twisted God's truth, given as life into a weapon of death. They sinned, he told our Lord. I don't even care if they're mine or not. I just want you to do to them as you have done to me. Punish them. And Satan smirked before our God. And it carried on, even while he stood before the throne, betting his maker that Job, would curse God and die but remember Satan's goal was never to hurt Job his goal was to rip him from the faith, and so again he whispered through Job's own wife curse God and die he was so eager to bet his maker because look at us I mean it just doesn't seem like a fair fight but Satan doesn't mean evil just accuser he never really even has to do the evil he just has to tell the truth about us we do evil just fine without him and saint michael the archangel the fiercest warrior in all of creation ground his teeth but what could he do if saint michael and his angels rose up to fight it would be against those who destroy god's kingdom and that is us who he loved along with god Michael's sword was sheathed, and he was bound by the simple truth. We sinned. We acted for ourselves, not for God's truth, not for our neighbor, but for us. And the temptations that we fall into over and over again, the spiritual battles that we fight right here before all to see, they are not hidden, they are just ignored. Because it's depressing. And it just doesn't seem like a fair fight. But even while michael waited in heaven and satan stood before god accusing the angels still saying hymns of hope even while all of this goes on the angels sing holy 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 lord god of sabbath heaven and earth are full of your glory because there would be a reckoning it was promised to eve there would be a child that would be born of a woman to crush the serpent's head, that even while she sat in the darkness of defeat, she would have hope. For Satan would bruise his heel, but Christ would crush his head. And that nail was driven into his heel while he hung upon the cross. And Satan thought he won. The promised child bowed his head, gave up his spirit, and finally, at last, all hell broke loose. It was never a fair fight. The angels rose up to battle. The benches were empty. They drew swords and spear, and then they went to war. War like no earth has ever seen. War like no army could ever raise. War that caused such defeat and destruction for the enemy that there could be no more room for them in heaven. Michael drove a spear tipped by a cross into the very heart of the dragon. War in heaven was fought so powerfully that the earth shook And the sun was blotted from the sky, and there Satan fell like lightning from heaven and fell right through the curtain, ripping it from top to bottom. All of it, all of it fought, where our Lord died on that cross for sinners. Because there, Satan was robbed of his power. The spiritual war was never hidden. You can see it won right there. Jesus died for you, and your sins are forgiven. The devil has nothing left to accuse you of. It's all been atoned for. His one weapon, the truth, was turned against him. Hear it again. Your sins are forgiven you. Satan has nothing left to respond with. And so he, he cannot stand before the throne anymore. The doors to hell were kicked open by the God who conquered death. And there he descended to preach the truth that saves even to the spirits in prison. Dear brothers and sisters in christ the war in heaven was already won at calvary before we ever came into this world and after the cross satan was cast from heaven conquered by the blood of the lamb and by the word of truth so therefore rejoice o heavens and you who dwell in them for the devil has no more room left up there but woe to you o earth and sea for down here the devil has come In great wrath because he knows that his time is short. Today he prowls the earth like a roaring lion, seeking those he would devour, but still his aim is not to wield pain, but to deceive and to whisper. Curse the God who forgives you. This is what the war looks like today. Awful ordinary. The war today looks like keyboard warriors and hypocrite parents. It looks like circled wagons and struggling institutions. It looks like sinners casting blame in a world full of conflict but short on awe. And it looks like the blood of the Lamb, given and shed for you right here, that gives victory. Here, all of the devil's might comes undone. Here, we fight. Here, we are a part of something that cannot lose, cannot fail, and cannot even die. Today we fight here. Satan would turn our eyes from the blood of the lamb given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. He would turn your eyes to each other. Here is temptations. Call the world your enemy and not those that Jesus died for. Ignore the God who died for them. Call each other the problem and ignore the sin in yourself. Whatever you do though, Don't look to the spiritual war won on plain sight. Whatever you do, don't look to that font right behind that box right there where you would know that you are a child of God and already a part of salvation. Whatever you do, don't look to Jesus. He's desperate because in that simple name Jesus, all of his power comes undone. The power is in the cross. It drove Satan from heaven. It was forgiveness, one for sinners, one for you that shuts his mouth. The devil cannot accuse you anymore. So fight, not in an imaginary battle, but fight in plain sight right here. In the face of the fear and the shame and the guilt that the enemy would whisper to you, lay claim to each sin, call them your own, and then remind the devil of all the sins that he forgot to mention. You did more. That's fine. Make the sign of the cross. And remember, Jesus forgave all of them. The devil cannot accuse you of a single thing. Say the words that our Lord has given you to conquer him. I, a poor miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities. And rejoice in the might behind St. Michael's spear. Satan lost. Christ won. And you fight with angels on earth your side. This is the hope that puts lumps in the throats of Christian soldiers who limp a lot more than they march. Christ has already won the war. St. Michael, all of this, it's not to show you how ordinary spiritual war is, but how extraordinary the cross is. And that cross, it's for you. It knocks Satan from heaven. It gives preachers the power to trample over demon hordes with absolving words of peace. Therefore, in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.